0: Hello and welcome to the No Room for Doubt podcast. My name's Kyra Matthews, I'm a manifestation obsessive and I help creatives and independent business owners overcome self-doubt and anxiety so they can build thriving businesses online. So let's get into it. Hello everyone, thank you so much for tuning into the show. I am really excited because, friends, the journal is almost here. This journal that I've been quacking on about for weeks now, it's almost with us. So I placed the order officially with the printer. I'm going to do a podcast episode on all the things that came up while I was producing this journal because I think it's so interesting But I placed an order with my printer, finally, after going back and forth, like fussing around with layouts, cover designs, names, is it going to be paperback? Is it going to be hardback? All of these different decisions. I finally made a decision because basically the printer was like, the person who's handling my account at the printers was basically like, hey, you don't get these done. (laughs) You don't get them in the printer soon, they're not going to arrive before Christmas. And so I was like, Christmas. Christmas I mean so I was like okay some decisions need to be made and now we're finally almost here so they sent me an email on Friday to say that they're gonna send me the very first copy of the journal within the next seven working days so the very first copy like I basically check everything that you know, the fonts are right size, that I like the colour, all of those stuff. It's kind of like the first sample before they print all of your copies of the journal. I'm so excited. Very excited about this. It's been in the making for a while and it's been something that I had so much resistance to launching a Uh, to launching a journal and I'm not going to go too much into this, but I'm going to tell you why my brain came up with all of these ideas. There's already so many journals. Why do you want to launch a journal? You know, people have journals already. What do you, does yours really have to offer and the only reason why I really believed in this idea and why I went for it is because when I spoke to my future self she said that this has to be birthed into the world it didn't make sense at the time like I understood why I wanted to create this journal because journaling has meant so much to me and it's been so transformative in my life like the process of sitting down, looking at my thoughts, reviewing my feelings. It makes sense for me, but I couldn't understand why I had to release a journal as a commercial product. But I spoke to my future self, I tapped into the universe, and they just said, this, this is it. This is the thing. And so when it comes to the universe, you can either argue... I have learned that that does not work (laughs) you can either argue or you can just surrender and be like okay I'm doing it the idea to launch the journal was an idea that when I had it I literally felt every cell in my body come alive like my body temperature like literally increased so this whole process of creation has been so fun so joyful like my creative brain has been having an absolute field day producing it and we're coming to i feel like i want to say we're coming to the end of the journey but i feel like somehow this is just the beginning and i'm really excited to see what the universe has got in store for all of us and i can't wait to hear about the things that you guys create when you get the journal I know I haven't given you all of the details. The details will come. Trust me. It will be juicy. You want your copy. So I've hinted already a bit at the content that I've got for you today. I'm going to be talking to you about a concept called your future self. And sometimes in manifestation and spirituality circles, you can hear this being spoke about as your higher self, your best self, the best version of you. I'm going to let you know how I define your future self. My future self, what I'm actually talking about is a version of me who has a life I want sometime out in the future. This version of me is me. It's a real person. But while this idea of who I am and who I want to be lives in my mind, it's a mix of person and universal spirit or universal energy. And so as I stand here in the present moment, and I think about my future self, I think about where I want to go. I think about myself one year from now, you know, three years from now. 10 years from now that version of me hasn't yet been created the only reason why that future version of me exists is because of my imagination and it allows me to dream and as I dream into this future self this future version of me what I'm actually doing is I'm connecting with the universe and I'm saying "Mm, yes I want this I want more of this I want less of this and I want my life to look like this and I want to live here and I want to do this thing and I don't want to do that thing anymore and it's been a really powerful tool to anchor me into the future and to move me forward. The reason why I think taking the time to cultivate who your future self is and what they look like where they live what they do and what their life looks like is so important because it goes against most things that we're taught in society so when we're in school we're given a set of options of who we can be we can be a nurse a doctor a teacher a baker our teachers usually allow us to dream as long as it's been done before. Like you look out into the world and like, you're like, oh, like people have become journalists. I'll become a journalist. People go to university and they become doctors. Like that happens in the world. However, what I've found with most creative people's is that they have a dream or a vision for themselves or their business that hasn't been done yet. That hasn't really been seen. That they're having to, you know, go across new territories. Maybe in terms of the industry, maybe it's like slow fashion and eco-conscious, friendly fashion. Maybe they go, they're creating something new in terms of their history, their family background. Like no one's been a business owner before. No one's been an entrepreneur before. Maybe no one in your family or in your life has ever made the kind of money or the kind of success that you envision for yourself. And when you have this, when you are trying to create something new, if you don't have a guiding star, an anchor that you've created from yourself, what will happen is you will look out into the world and you will look at all of these options and you won't be able to see your thing. And because nobody's done before, it will put you off and you won't go after the goal or you'll tell so if you can't do it or you put yourself in this strange place of limbo where you have this idea and you have this goal but secretly you're waiting for permission for someone to do it first so you can give yourself permission so you can go off and do it there's literally no point in that like you may as well be the first why not it's such a privilege and such an honor it's super scary i'm not gonna lie to you but This is why I've created this concept, the future self. I should say I have not created this concept. I think I heard it somewhere. I have simply developed upon it through a definition that is my own and through, can I say like scaffolding that goes around this concept of a future self for how I apply it to my life. That's what I've created. But I'm sure you'll hear other people talking about future selves. I actually have a sticker from Alice Benham That's like make future you proud. So yeah, (laughs) I didn't invent the concept. I've just invented this type of method. Okay, so why should you go through the effort to create a future self? Why should you go through the effort of talking to your future self, asking them for advice, for information, for direction? Why should you do this? I want you to imagine that you decide to go on this journey. And along this journey, there is this forest. You're at one start of the forest and you've got to get to the other side of the forest. You start making your way through this forest. At first, the sun is shining. The birds are twerping. Twerping? Do they twerp? Tweeting, sorry. (laughs) The birds are tweeting and singing. I can't believe I just said birds twerp. Um, anyway, you've got your picnic. It's great. You're going on this walk. You're walking through this forest. You're going on this journey. Life is fantastic. The only thing is your phone runs out of battery. So your GPS is gone and then the sun starts to set. So it's dark. And then the really neat, clear path that you had set for yourself, it's just, it just comes to an end in front of a bush. And you realize you have to make your own way through the the forest. Imagine how long it would take for you to get through the forest if you didn't have something guiding you. You'd have to go through every inch of the forest and try to pray that this left turn will take you to where you eventually want to go. And the likelihood that you would end up on the other side of the forest in the point or the destination where you really want to be becomes really slim. It simply becomes a game of chance. Maybe you'll get there, maybe you'll end up 30 miles out, maybe you'll end up 100 miles out, who knows, okay? You won't really know until you get to the other side. By taking the time to cultivate a future self, what actually happens is you're in the forest, the sun has set. your phone has died, and the path has stopped you've taken all the steps that you can up to this point but you look up into the sky and you see this guiding star that only you have cultivated and it's a guiding star that only you can see nobody else can see this star it's your unique star and this star is shining so brightly that you start taking a few more steps and every time You look up and you see this star and it lets you know that you're on the right path. And by following this star, you know, sometimes the star is like, hey, you got to jump over this river and you're like, what star? Really? I can't jump over this river, but you find a way and you go through the forest and you get over to the other side because you've followed this star. Yes, I have just told the story of, (laughs) of baby Jesus. (laughs) and the three wise men. But you get the point. You get the illustration. I really didn't mean the religious context of that story, but this is what I mean by your guiding star. When you have your own guiding star, what will happen is you will care way less about the opinions of other people, about the opinions of your family, your partner, what your school teacher said about you. Because the future has not yet been created. It only exists in your imagination. And the more you build a conversation and a relationship with your future self, and the more you define your guiding star, the more faith and belief and trust you will have in it. It will become so real to you that you're like, I am trusting in this destination. I'm here for this journey. I'm onto it. The second reason why you should go on this journey to create a future self is by defining where you want to be in a year from now, 90 days from now, 10 years from now, is that what will happen is you will start to live life very intentionally. I don't know if you've ever had this experience where maybe a week has gone by and you have no idea what you've done that whole week. I have had this experience where I have seen four years of my life and I'm like, what did I achieve in those four years of my life? Like, what did I do? There's absolutely nothing wrong with like living your life for pleasure and joy and in the moment and... There's nothing wrong with getting like, you know, a couple of years into life and deciding that you want something new. However, I was literally living so in the present that I created some circumstances for me now in the present that I'm having to deal with. I'm going to give you a very practical example of what I mean by this. So me, (laughs) my past self, I love you past self, but for God's sake, why did you do this? So me, my past self went to university and got a student overdraft. It seemed like a great idea at the time. And what I said to myself was, oh, it doesn't matter what the limit is. I will figure out a way to pay it. It's not my problem. It's my future self's problem. So what my past self did is I was living in the present. I bought myself clothes. I got my hair done. I, you know, I went into MAC for lipsticks and I came out with having spent like 150 pounds later, all of these things. And what it meant is that all of these actions that I was taking that seemed fine to my present self, they were creating circumstances for me right now, today in in the present moment, okay? Here's the thing with your future self. You want to ask yourself, in four years from now, are you going to be happy with the the decisions and the choices that you made today? Okay? If right now you're choosing every day not to exercise, every day not to eat healthy, every day to not work on your business, to not go to sleep early, to not brush your teeth or do the things that you know are good for you. If you kept on doing those activities or I should say not doing those activities for four years, for 10 years, are you going to be happy with where you end up? The answer may be no. And totally, you could wait until those 10 years pass and get your teeth done. (laughs) Or like if you never brush your teeth again and you could wait till 10 years pass and like decide to, you know, run a marathon in your 40s or your 50s or whatever. Or you could just decide to make those changes now to cultivate where you really do want to be in the next four, 10, whatever years and start to move towards that really intentionally. So I think I've sold you on why creating a future self and defining it for yourself is so important and so valuable. And it's going to be a complete game changer in terms of your mindset. Just a small tangent, I... I met someone in real life that follows me on Instagram. We don't actually talk on Instagram, but when we met in real life, like we knew who we were. And she said, oh, like every day, there's something new that you're doing. How do you keep going? How are you so committed sort of thing? And truly, I think the only thing that keeps me going, I have as much failure as the next person. But what keeps me going is because I'm so invested in who I'm going to be, you know, at the end of this year and what I would have achieved by the end of this year. I'm so invested in who I'm going to be at the end of 22, who I'm going to be in 10 years, like cultivating a future self, it gives you so much confidence in the present because you're like, oh, I know I'm going in the right direction. So I don't have to spend any energy second guessing myself or comparing my journey to somebody else's because I've already drawn my own map, my own destination. I feel amazing about this. Okay. So how do you do this? I'm going to go through this step by step. So again, literally just a little shout out if you're in the car, I recommend coming back to this episode so you can go through your journal and, you know, write this down and take the time to do this for yourself. First of all, your future self, your future you might be very vague depending on where you're starting. So for me, my future self feels really solid. Like I know the brands that she wears. I know like the milk that she has in her coffees, the brands that she's collaborating, how many clients she has, all those things. It's totally okay if you're starting and, you know, looking out to the future is something that new for you and you just have a rough idea of where you want to end up. Maybe you want to finally launch your business. Maybe you want to have a store and you want to have staff and maybe you want to have many stores. Maybe you want to launch your business online, but in multiple countries, whatever that is, it's you bring to mind what you imagine the future of your life and your business to be like. The second thing is that you're going to set a time limit. So This time limit is totally rough. It doesn't have to be estimated on anything scientific. So don't freak out. (laughs) But you're going to set yourself a time limit. And to give you an example of how this works, I'm going to share with you my vision for myself. And you can just plug in yours in terms of my vision. So I can see my future self 10 years from now. At the time of recording this, I'm 26. So in 10 years, I will be 36 me at 36 is just stupidly successful she lives in this amazing penthouse with like full-to-ceiling windows i think i'm in london i could be in new york i'm not really sure some city somewhere i'm traveling often i'm working with netflix to produce like a tv show at the moment my clients are incredibly, you know, they're just killing it. They're really wealthy. They're selling their products and they've like literally changed their industries that they represent and that they're in. I have friends around all the time. I go for brunch once a week with my best friends, all those kind of things. Okay, great. I also have this really amazing stock portfolio. I have savings, like I'm completely debt-free. I pay for everything in cash it's all wonderful. That's me 10 years from now. I also have a future version of me that's gonna be me on the 31st of December 2021, which is a lot closer. I think there's like two months, just under two months until the end of the year, okay? So you get to decide how close, how far away, that future version is going to be for you. And so one of the really important aspects for my future self, being able to create wealth for myself is a really important thing for my life. It's going to support a lot of goals I have for myself and for my family. And so being someone who invests is really important. So when you create your future self, you're going to have this list of this, you're going to have this beautiful vision of where you want to go. And immediately, it's going to show you all the skills that you're going to need to learn in order to be the kind of person who has this life. Now, the skills that you have to learn, they're going to be very real and very tangible. (laughs) They are not going to be, you're not going to suddenly manifest the skill to to invest in stocks and shares. You're not suddenly going to manifest the skill to know how to sell your products. You're not going to suddenly manifest the skill to learn how to roller skate. In order to learn how to roller skate, you've actually got to put up on a pair of skates and go do that practice and go do that work. And so you're going to get this printout of skills that you're going to need to learn. The next question is that you're going to ask yourself, okay, How could I get better at this by 1% each day? And if I committed to getting better at 1% each day or 1% each week, where could I be in 10 years from now? If I worked on this skill, would I be where I want to be in 10 years from now? And that feels really exciting. So in terms of learning to invest, at the moment, I have an investment account. It has zero money in it. I made it like two years ago, but I didn't put anything in it because I was too afraid. But my goals for like right now, how I can get better in the next get better by 1% might just be putting in a pound in there. It might be saving up 500 pounds and putting in in there. I'm doing it in really small steps, knowing that as long as I keep cultivating and nurturing these skills, I will end up where I want to be in the next 10 years. Now, I want you to take a look at your goals, your rough plan or your rough rough vision for yourself. Maybe you imagine yourself having a physical store. Maybe you imagine yourself being permanently stocked on matches fashion or in Selfridges or in Habitat or doing a collaboration with Ikea or, you know, whatever it may be what I want you to do is to spend time visualizing that future for yourself. Spend time in your journal practicing that you're waking up and that is your life. Script and talk to it until it becomes a possibility that feels so real that you can't help but start to naturally move towards it and take action towards it, okay? With goals, I think a lot of the time we think that action is the first step, but I actually think the first step for any goal is the germination process. It's when you allow your brain to dream and imagine and to inspire yourself with what could be possible and the idea that what you're dreaming of could really be possible for you. So you want to spend as much time visualizing this goal and believing that it's possible. The next thing that you're going to need to do is you're going to need to hold on to this belief no matter what. Okay, so you are at the starting line and you're imagining your finish line. You're imagining your future self. It's really easy to imagine that future self and think, well, I'm just gonna launch one product and my business is gonna make a million pounds or I'm just gonna invest a hundred pounds into the stock market and tomorrow I'm gonna wake up and it's gonna have turned into all the money that I want or whatever. It's really easy to imagine things and to forget that we will have to experience failure. And when we do that, when when we forget to imagine that, When we forget to remember that all growth requires challenge, it means that when we experience our very first failure, it hits us so hard that we go back into the cave. Holding your vision no matter what means planning for the failures that are going to come up, planning for the uncomfortable emotions that are going to come up, okay? So if you're starting something from scratch, you may have negative emotions about what you're going to tell, how you're going to tell your parents that you're going to go do this thing, how you're going to handle, you know, leaving your job or whatever that is. Plan for that at the starting point. How are you going to support yourself, as you go on this journey, your brain is going to have a lot of disbelief. In fact, it's going to have more disbelief than belief that it's going to believe that more in the idea that it's not possible for you than the idea that it is possible for you. And that nothing has gone wrong. That's how the brain works. Like you're gonna, if you were doing this with a pair of roller skates, you're going to put your roller skates on and it's likely that you're going to be really rubbish for the first three months and then you're going to suddenly gain skills and learn how to to skate and do all the things that you want. You're going to need to create a rough plan for how you're going to handle failure and challenge and what you're willing to risk. And this doesn't have to be anything long and like really drawn out but this is part of how you sell yourself on the journey. So often our future self will say that, well, we need to do something that just seems so left field. Like in my instance, creating this journal, I actually have no idea where this is going to take me. I just know it's going to move me closer to where I want to be. That requires a lot, a lot, a lot of trust. Okay. You're going to have a really challenging time trusting yourselves to take big leaps if you are the kind of person who's going to criticize yourself if you take a leap and you end up falling on your face. When I look back at my past self and I look back at all the failures she had, all the things that she tried that didn't work, all the things where she, like, all the times where she made a mistake, yeah, I can totally see how I made different mistakes and what things I would do differently. But I also have so much respect for her because it took her so much courage to try, even though she didn't have the answers. With me, with hindsight, it's super easy for me to say, oh, I should have done it this way. But my past self, she tried and she put herself out there even when she didn't know what was going to happen, even when she had so much to lose, even when it was so risky. And I treat my past self with so much goddamn respect. I'm like, Parcel, yeah, you've given me a bloody student overdraft that I've been paying off for like ever. (laughs) But at the same time, you've done so many things that I am truly proud of. Thank you for starting this business. Thank you for showing up on Instagram. Thank you for recording 60 podcasts. Thank you for getting over the fear of doing that first podcast. And now that I know that about my past self, now in my present moment, when I think about taking scary leaps, I know that my future self is going to have my back. No matter whatever the outcome is, win or lose, I know that I'm going to be thanking myself for trying, for showing up. And for me, I would always. I would rather fail having tried and given it my all than to have never tried at all. Like That to me is just, that is a recipe for waking up at 40 and being like, gosh, life sucks. I hate this. It's just not how I want to live. So you can cultivate this relationship with yourself right now. Think about your past self and the things that, you know, they've done to get you where you are today. Are you criticizing and judging them and saying, well, you know, you're not good enough, you're not worthy, or are you treating them with so much love and respect so that it gives you the confidence to move forward and take big leaps in and big, um, you know, acts of faith in your future self, okay? Okay. The next thing I want you to do is if you've got a goal that's, or if you've got a future self that's like 10 years, five years, even one year out into the future, we're now going to take that vision and we're going to dilute it and like make it really, really small. I now want you to ask yourself, okay, what would I have, what could I achieve in the next 90 days that would one, move me in my direction, of my future self, but two, would totally blow my mind if I achieved it. So freaking fun. Let me say those questions again. You're gonna have your big goal, your 10-year vision, your five-year vision, your one-year vision, whatever that may be. We're gonna chunk it down into smaller pieces, into 90 days. And you're gonna ask yourself, what can I achieve in the next 90 days that would one, move me closer to my future self and two, blow my mind if I achieved it? Now, last week in the podcast, when I was talking about, was it last week? I don't think it was, but in one of the podcasts, I was talking about this concept called a belief container. Now, I like to set my goals in phases of 90 days because 90 days, three months, it's there's four quarters in a year and it's really fun. It feels like a marathon, but it also feels like a sprint at the same time. And in these 90 days, I essentially create a belief container. I suspend my 10-year vision for the moment. And I say, well, how could I experiment this on a smaller scale? For example, if you have the goal of wanting to have a store, maybe a small scale might be setting up your website and launching your business and having your first launch. And if you did that in the next 90 days, it would put you on the path, on the trajectory, of creating your 90-day goal. Maybe your goal is to have a certain amount of customers, clients to make a certain amount of money. That, like, That's your 10-year vision. What goals and what milestones would really blow your mind if you worked on them over the next 90 days? OK, now, when you're creating this belief container, a belief container is just a period of time where you show up just playing and believing in your goals. What I want you to know is that there will 100% be failure. Like you can't learn how to roller skate without falling over and hurting yourself. It's like guaranteed. And if you don't want to roller skate, um, if you don't want to hurt yourself, literally just don't even try roller skating because it's so guaranteed. So for any goal you're going after, know that there will be failure. There will be tears. There will be frustration, anxiety. However, win or lose at the end of that period of time, whether you've hit your goal or not, you would have blown your mind with what you're able to achieve. You would have taught yourself all of these skills that are so necessary in creating any single goal you'll set in your life. You'll first teach yourself how to set a goal and how to move towards it. You'll teach yourself how to move through failure and how to use your belief and your confidence that you've built in your future self to overcome challenging moments in the present. You'll cultivate a a relationship with your past self, one of love, respect and dignity you'll generate so much self-belief and so much confidence that by the end of the 90 days, you feel, you've generated all these energy that you feel ready to tackle the next challenge, whatever that may be. And that is a beautiful gift to give yourself. And truly, whether you hit your goal or not, it's something that your future self will be so proud of you for even starting and having the guts to try. So I want you to ask yourself and maybe, you know, you like it's November now, so you may already have goals that you're working towards for the end of this year. But you may also be winding down and reviewing and planning 2022. And so in that first quarter, in that first quarter of 2022, what could you achieve that would totally blow your mind? What could be fun to create? What could put you in the path for your future self? And what skills and who would you have to be to have the outcomes that you're dreaming of? Now, what if you don't know what your goals are? And that's totally fine. Like maybe you have a rough vision, but you're not kind of sure what your goals are. You have a couple of things. You're not sure what to, you know, commit to, et cetera, et cetera. One thing that I like about the future self-concept is that you don't have to limit yourself to one goal. So when I spoke about myself in 10 years from now, there's lots of elements to her life that, I'm, that I'd be working on. For example, I might be working on the investment portfolio element of her life. I might be working on the business element of her life, the relationships that she has. So there's lots of different goals. The point of having a 10-year vision for me means that I don't have to focus on doing all of these goals at the same time. I think that's really unuseful. Um, and really unhelpful, and it ends up slowing you down. So you can just pick one main focus or one main area of your life that you really want to focus on, on the next 90 days. And if it still feels too much, you can't commit, and you can't, you still don't know what your goals is, I would really question if, is it true that you don't know what you want? Or is it the case that you're so afraid to own what you want, that your brain is just telling you that it's not possible and therefore you can't have what you want and therefore you you don't know what you want. If I said, you know, if anything was possible in a perfect world, what would you be doing? What would you be selling? What would you be, where would you be living? You could probably think about some idea, even if it was somewhere that you just want something that you just wanted to try first, often our fear of like how our life might have to change stops us from setting goals in the first case. So you're just going to want to check in. Is there a lot of fear there around that? Or is it that you haven't experimented and explored so you genuinely don't know? Okay, what if what you want what if you know what you want, the vision you want for your life, but it seems totally impossible? Okay, you're in the right place. (laughs) We are here about creating the impossible and helping creatives create the impossible. So essentially, if if you know what you want, but it feels impossible, perfect. That is usually going to be the place that you start. Very rarely will you set a goal and will it be like, oh yeah, like I'm going to smash this a hole in one. You know, it will usually be something that brings up a lot of fear, a lot of hesitation, but also a lot of excitement. What you need to do if you've set yourself a goal and it feels impossible is you need to work on imagining, visualizing, and playing with this idea that it could be possible to create in 10 years from now. It could be possible for you to create in five years from now. How could it be possible? If I could prove to myself in one way that it could be possible, how would I do it? Would I maybe buy a book on a skill that I need to learn? Would I how could I improve by 1%? But also this is why I set the 90 day goals because your big vision might feel impossible. If you set a goal over the next 90 days and you're like, you start and you don't believe it's possible and then you achieve that, you have so much more confidence then to believe in your bigger vision. So do just understand and know that it is a process and it's something that you're gonna develop and cultivate and get stronger step by step by step. It is at this time that I want to remind you about the daily Daily journal that is launching, okay? Because the daily journal is going to walk you through how to do this with your goals. It's gonna help you cultivate a relationship with your future self. So you know that your life is moving in the direction that you want it to go. It's going to encourage you to have more conversations with your future self than with your doubtful thoughts and your negative thoughts and it's going to teach you how to believe in a goal even when you think it's impossible, even when it feels hard and even when that goal feels really far away. Journaling every day is a brilliant way to keep yourself accountable to your goals and to and to teach yourself how to hold the vision, even when your circumstances or your facts of your life aren't as you dreamt, you dreamed they would be. So I can't wait to introduce you to this journal because it's going to take everything I've spoken about in this podcast and basically teach it to you in a really easy and applicable way. All you have to do is show up every morning or every evening and fill up the journal pages. I literally couldn't have made it any easier. <laughs> so If you want more news on the journal, I would recommend follow me on Instagram if you haven't already. I'm on Instagram at Kyra the Bold. Let me know that you can't wait to get your hands on it. I would love to hear from you. And that's all that I've got for today's episode. Let me know if you love this concept and if you love this episode, if you have any questions, DM me on Instagram. I will see you same time next week. Take care, bye-bye.